0: Welcome to the Best Thing I Heard Today 2021 podcast.
1: to another edition or episode, if you will, of the best thing I've heard today in 2021. Over there on the gazettes, whistles, pipes, all kinds of crazy shit. Who have I got? Aldo. And who is our guest today? Hi, my name is Josh. Josh, you've got a tale for us.
2: I do. It's a three-part tale about how the word bitch gets me in trouble every time I use it. All right. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Let's go. Let's go.
2: Well, bitch is a word that I use both negatively and positively. So if I say something like, hey, bitch, that just means hello. <laughs> if I say, look at that bitch over there, that just means, look, that person's doing something funny or crazy. <laughs> um, if I call you a fucking bitch, that means you're a mean person. Right. So it has different meanings in the, the context that you use it. In my mind, that is anyway. <laughs> Um, it comes to find out that when I, it's just in my mind, other people don't really find it as funny as I do. <laughs> and this starts back at the UW, um, university of Wisconsin, Oshkosh, where I did my undergrad. And as I did on the weekends, I was out having, uh, more cocktails than I needed. And, uh, this woman, uh, leans over by accident and jams a lit cigarette into my arm and normally if you're you're cognizant, like it, it happens, right? You, mm-hmm. you pull it back quickly and you say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. We all move on and life is fine. You're a little annoyed, but what are you going to do about it? Shit happens at the bar, especially when you're drinking. Well, this girl just leaves it like jammed in my arm for like three seconds and it caused me a lot of pain. Really? <laughs> so I said, you fucking bitch, get, get your cigarette's burning me, expecting her to fully say... Uh, oh, Josh, I'm so sorry. Or I didn't know her. So just yeah. oh, a normal person reaction, right? So she doesn't. I call her a fucking bitch again. And then me and my friend left and we walked to the next bar. Well, on our way, as we're walking and chatting and not thinking anything of it, no hard feelings, we're, we're just moving on with our life, we get jumped from behind. And we didn't really know what was happening, and it happened to be her two friends that were upset that I called her a fucking bitch, which she was because she was unapologetic for burning burning me me with a cigarette. So my friend happens to play for the football team. So as we're jumped, and they're trying to get us on the ground, he grabs the one guy by the neck (laughs) and, like, very easily just pushes him to the side while he's punching the other guy, like, in the abdomen, um, so the first guy who was coming after me falls down. And as I do, because uh, if, I don't know if you can, you guys don't know what I look like, but I'm not a fighter, nor a large person. <laughs> um, in college, I was all of 145 pounds. So <laughs> not a scrapping young man. Um so he's down for the count, so I just start kicking him as hard as I can in the stomach, <laughs> as one does. Completely. <laughs> and then I started crying, and then, <laughs> and then I called 911, and the paddy wagon came. But by that time, these people had had, had left, and um, the, the scene became dramatic, and then it just ended after half of the U.W. or the Oshkosh Police Department showed up for our tale that I was telling as I was like— Loud crying in and out, trying to breathe um, for no reason. And then I went to the bar, and the, I know this is probably around twelve o'clock, and we we're out till bar time. So that's the first. That's the first time the word bitch got me. It wasn't maybe just the word bitch. It Was you fucking bitch was. I think that the
1: connotation was used appropriately. She burned you. W- what is she? John Bender's dad from the Breakfast Club. <laughs> that's what he got she for She did burn
2: right? me. She was unap- unapologetic. So I, I agree. It was okay. used in the appropriate context. Uh, The next time is when I jump into an Uber in front of my house, and I say, hey, bitch. (laughs) And this person, the woman driving, did not find it as a friendly friendly hello. So she says, uh, why are you calling me a bitch? Is it because I'm black? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Step back, lady. <laughs> <laughs> this has <laughs> this has nothing to do with race. I was just saying hello. So Ron's next to me, right? And now I'm trying to dig myself out of this hole. But while I'm doing that, I'm just digging myself deeper. And of deeper course. And deeper. It, it, so, now, <laughs> so now I'm trying to apologize, but every apologize is every apology is more offensive than the next. Ron's yelling at me now. He's pissed. Um, so then we're we everybody calms down, and I go do you smoke in here? And she goes, no. I go, yeah, you do. <laughs> Don't fucking lie to me that you shouldn't smoke in your Uber when you do. Cause it's a very distinct smell from when I was a child, whenever my parents would come home from Friday night bowling league, if my dad's leather jacket had that smell of smoke and that's what her car smelled like. So it triggered childhood memories of me, um, just of, of being at home and, and the bowling alley and whatnot. So She drops us off at, I think it's probably Puddlers, and she's just pissed at not having it, right? So we get out of the car. I get yelled at by Ron. I pretend, or I continue to have a good night. I tried to tip her as much as I could tip her, but it was like maxed out at like $10 or something like that, so she only got a $10 (laughs) tip. So um, then that becomes the story where Ron tells me to shut up when we get into Ubers because I'm not allowed to talk to them anymore, especially after a drink. (laughs) Okay. And what's the third one? i got to refresh my memory here. Um, The third one is, all right, the third instance is when I almost lost my job and got reported to HR for using the (laughs) word bitch, which is probably why I couldn't think of it, because my mind is telling me, don't tell it, this is going to be in the universe and traceable back to you. This is also one of the reasons why Ron did not want me to do this podcast, because he doesn't find it as amusing as I do. (laughs) This can be anonymous. So we anonymous. were having, um, we had a system switch at work um, for anybody who knows what that means, but we switched to um, uh, SAP, which in the industry, uh, it's a data system that everybody knows that any company that switches to SAP has years of problems and it just doesn't go smoothly. So I had gone from a, a fun job and to a job of getting yelled at all day long, every day for Months at a time, but we had a trip planned up to Kohler. Um, we had a great deal at the American Club, so we and some friends went up to the American Club and we're just hanging out f- uh, for a couple days at a cheap rate and relaxing. So my phone rings and it's my boss, who I'm very close friends with. I, I don't take my work um, stuff with me on vacation because I've first rule I was ever taught is don't ever drink, make phone calls, or send emails from work. Because A, you're not going to remember them, or B, you're going to say something you regret. So he calls me and leaves me a message. So I pick it pick it up and he's basically saying, Josh, I need you to call me back. I don't need you to call customers, but I need you to be available because I cannot handle the influx of all of these Complaint calls we're getting, I'm going to lose my mind. I just can't do it. So he's my manager. So he's got th- four people like me, and then all of our customers. You can just picture the the pyramid. Our are, <laughs> call, are calling him because we can't deliver. Everything's fucked up. Um, the inside team is so crazy; they just can't answer phone calls or respond to emails. It's just a giant clusterfuck. So I call him back. I'm like, "Well, Jim, I don't have my work phone with me. I don't have my computer. I can't log in." He goes, "Well, just be available." So we're at the Wild Horse Winery I think it's called and this we call her Rumspringa because she's just a straight-laced boring <laughs> millennial who doesn't I work I work in an industry where it's very old school not to say that's appropriate for any behavior but it's just known if you're in this industry it's it's not like you're working at the, corporate right there it's just a male dominated industry with rough and ent- our clients are r- machine shop owners and, and shit like that so they are very conservative very pro trump pro anything that's not liberal mm-hmm. words, which i adjust to and that's fine well come to find out that i thought i was younger than i am and now i'm working with millennials who so i just don't understand how sensitive they are <laughs> So one of my customers calls me who knows I'm on vacation and I say, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. We, we work it out and I call Rumspringa and I say, hey, Rumspringer, did you give um, <laughs> client A my phone number? She goes, oh, yeah, wasn't I supposed to? I go, no, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm helping out today. And I go, well, I was just like, oh, did that fucking bitch give up my phone number? I said <laughs> it to her in jest. Yeah. Everything goes on. is fine. We're, we hang up. She's fine. Uh, I would say like five days later, my boss calls me and we've talked several times since then. He goes, did you call Rumspring a bitch? And I'm like, I mean, no, but. Yes, but not really. It's like not in an offensive way that should have, I'm like, and I'm three days away from a promotion. Right. So I'm like, fuck, I'm like, is she going to HR? That's my biggest concern. Like, am I going to have this record three days before I like get my promotion? He goes, no, 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 but you need to call her and apologize. So I call her and I say, and she was right. I mean, I personally think she's overly sensitive and it was a non-issue, but that's not my right to judge her feelings. Right. So I call her up. I say, Hey, uh, I understand you're upset about this. uh, uh, it's my fault. It won't happen again. Um, I, I, we work together. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm going to continue as always. And she just lights me up. How dare you talk to me like that? This is a professional work environment and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you're right. I mean, I'm, I don't know what else you want me to say. So then, uh, she goes, why didn't you tell me this yesterday? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I just found out. She goes, well, I was told that you knew yesterday, so now you're fucking lying to me. She didn't say fucking, I said fucking. Um, I'm like, listen, I'm not lying to you, so now I have to call my boss back and go, she thinks I've known this all week and I haven't been apologizing, so then he had to call her and apologize and make up (laughs) a whole bunch of backs-up lies as why he just forgot to tell me, even though he told her, she told me. Um, And everything is fine moving forward, and then she starts using the – Fucking shit on the phone with me a couple weeks later. I'm like, how dare you, you little fucking bitch? <laughs> Started swearing on the phone at me after you almost gave me a heart attack and sent me to HR. Well, long story short, Rumspringa Rumspringa ended and she went back to the farm and now I don't have to deal with her anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's my tale is how the word bitch gets me um, into trouble more than it should. So the Amish almost took you down. (laughs) They did. (laughs) A millennial
1: Amish. A millennial Amish on her. uh, Now, is it one year? Do they get one year or two years?
2: I think they get one year. It's one One year?
1: year. I I, I will look up a little bit more.
2: And most of them go back, actually. That's the statistic I heard.
1: Uh, It's like 83 to 84. percent that go back to the farm and that yeah it was nice to see but whoa, 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 whoa a little bit too
2: much too quick. all right that's well funny. uh that's kind of I hope, crazy i hope that was I, worth your time it that doesn't seem exciting to me all, hey? you <laughs> know
3: my, my only thing would
1: be like for her is like well sorry for trying to be comfortable with you. Yeah, that's right? the thing, right? That's the I, thing, you know? It's like, that's a comfort level. Like, yeah. I, I get it where that comes from. It's a comfort level. Yep. Like, when you're with your close friends. That's you know, exactly what like, my boss told her. He you go like, this motherfucker. But then you'd be like, whoa, why would you? Like, no, it's just, just my guy. Don't yeah. worry, you know? But I yeah. I agree. Nah. I think you should have reported her nature. That would have been <laughs> <probably the glory. laughs> Like, overly sensitive people with this, she gave me shit about this. Yeah. Screw her. Overly sensitive people should be reported. I think that's that yeah. that's also toxic too. All right. Yes. Let's like, <laughs> we are uh, we're gonna take a short break when we come back. Josh is gonna do the uh, punchline tale
0: Hey, are you going to be in the Milwaukee area and have a tale that may be the best thing we've heard today? Reach out to us via email. thebestthingiheardtoday best thing I heard today, 2021 at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Reach out to us.
1: Hey, Aldo, what is this podcast missing? Sponsors. That's brilliant. We could mention them on the podcast. If you're interested in sponsoring, don't hesitate to contact us on Facebook at TheBestThingIHeardToday2021 or email at TheBestThingIHeardToday2021 at gmail.com. Cheers. The punchline is, when all else fails, bend over and take it up the butt. And we're back. Uh, Josh is going to tell us a little tale, uh, our little punchline challenge thing here, and uh, we'll see where we end up.
2: Yeah. So it's kind of a funny story. I, I got done early with work one day and I was like, I'm kind of bored. I don't want to go home. It's it's a nice day. I'm like, I'm going to swing by Puddlers and visit my good friend Sherwood, who's bartending. He had posted on Facebook that, Hey, bartending hours, whatever they were. And nobody was here. So I came in, and was shooting the shit with him and I, time to go. And all I had was a hundred dollar bill. I didn't have my wallet. And he goes, I can't break this for you. I'm like, well, Sherwood, I'm not going to leave you a hundred dollar fucking tip for like two drinks. So I'm like, well, what do you want to do about it? He's like, well, I don't know. If you guys don't know, Sherwin's a little sus. If you know what that means, it means he's just a little, (laughs) he's open. He's a little on the feminine side if he wants to be and nobody's around. So he's like, well, because I think I have some change back here in the back behind the bar. Come, come help me out. So I'm like, Sherwin, I'm like, pull your pants up. And he's like, Josh, I'm like, for a hundred dollars, you're gonna take it up the butt. He goes, yeah. So I do my thing. Leave Sherwin his hundred dollars. He's happy. I'm kind of happy, kind of disgusted. I don't know. It's kind of awkward. Um, and then I left. I left and went home. So that's where it comes from. When all else fails, take it up the butt.
1: All right. We're going to uh, wrap up this episode over on the dials and whistles and tech side. I've got Aldo. Our guest today was? Josh. And I'm your host, Wynn. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>